Hello, my name is Renee Chan, and this is episode one of my first podcast called Personal Potential. I've been a Toastmaster member since 2008, taking on various executive roles, have been an area director, and will soon be Division F director this July 1st. The various topics in my podcast, Personal Potential, will help Toastmaster members in their many aspects of their Toastmaster journey. In today's episode, we will focus on mentor and mentee relationship in my home club, Taka McKenzie. I hear here today, Maris Venn, who is a mentor to one of our newer member, Zabish Zaznu Zakov. Hello, Mara and Zabish. Before we begin, can you tell the listeners a bit about yourself? I'll start with you, Mara. Hi, Renee. Thank you for inviting um, us to this podcast. Looking forward to the discussion. I've been a member of the Taka McKenzie Toastmasters, I don't know how long, since 1997 when we chartered the club. So over 20 years. Wow. You must have a lot of experience. Yeah. And so I have my distinguished Toastmaster from the old program and I'm working through uh, the new um, pathways as well. And I've held every club executive role except treasurer. And I've been an area governor back then at the time. And I have not done the division director role. And I have also been the district secretary for a six-month term as well. Well, you have a lot of experience under your belt. So, Zabish, what about you? Tell us about yourself. Hello, Rene and uh, Mara. Thank you, Renee, very much for inviting me for this podcast. I'm looking forward to a fruitful conversation with you. I have been a Toastmaster member since November 2019, so it, it is already almost seven months. And uh, I have chosen the leadership development pathway with my Toastmasters experience, and I'm looking forward to develop my leadership skills and my presentation skills with Toastmasters. Perfect. Thank you. I think we have the two right people I need to talk about of, of mentor and mentee. So first I'll ask Mara, give us what the role of as a mentor and what the benefits of mentoring should be. So the role of a mentor is to be there to support your mentee. And it's a long-term relationship in the sense that you get to know them at the beginning, you help them set their goals, you make them feel confident that they can achieve their goals, and you um, answer questions about how the club works or you help them with speech ideas. And so the role is really that of a support person and also somewhat of a challenger to say, why don't you try this next? Why don't you try this next? So both challenging the mentee to try something that might be new and scary uh, and also supporting them achieve that the goals that they want to achieve. And so the benefits, I think, are hopefully self-evident in that that you see the mentee grow and achieve their goals faster than if they didn't have a mentor. They could figure it on their own. Like when I joined, I didn't have a mentor. Um, 
but it would take longer to learn the program and also to feel confident that they could succeed. Right. Right. And I think the key thing is, like you said, being there as a support and helping them grow in their education goals. So, Sabish, given that you've just started last year in November, how has it gone so far with having Mara as your mentor? And maybe you can speak about how did this process took place? How did you guys begin? When I joined the Toastmasters Club last year, I was suggested that is uh, highly recommended to have a mentor uh, who would be an experienced member of the club who will guide you through the Toastmasters experience and will help you progress further and uh, have an advice for, for yourself. So when I was uh, proposed, with uh, having a mentor, Mara volunteered uh, and uh, told me that she, she's available as a mentor. And uh, I thought that would be a great opportunity for me to have uh, such an experienced mentor for myself. And I really appreciate this opportunity. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I would assume that you had started an initial meeting decide on the methods of meeting and how often, right? Yeah, we started with uh, organizational matters, such as uh, what would be the frequency of our meetings and uh, how we're going to meet and what would be the agenda for our next meetings. And uh, Mara also guided me through the Easy Speak website and the Toastmasters online resources so I can leverage on these uh, uh, resources and knowledge for my further development. And also Mara helped me to choose uh, the most appropriate pathway for myself, which suits my needs and requirements best. Oh, well, that's perfect. So given the fact that I've known you for a while and I know your progress has been doing quite well, you've done quite a few speeches and, and I believe you're, you're at almost level two, I think. Uh, do you also get together after the fact of once you've done your speech, you go over how things went? Yeah, we meet uh, with Mara on a regular basis, uh, basically, Every month, we have a one-on-one -on -one conversation for almost one hour. And uh, during these meetings, we discuss my progress for, for the last month, and we determine the next steps for my development. And Mara provides me with uh, important advice uh, for my next speeches and for my next uh, uh, performance level at, uh, at the Toastmasters. Great, thank you. So Mara, being at Taka McKenzie, our club had decided to organize a mentorship program and you are our mentorship lead. Can you tell about the benefits of that? Not just having a mentor in a club, but also setting up a mentorship leader. 
Thanks, Renee. Uh, you know, when we started the club uh, over 20 years ago, there were several times over several executives that tried to start a mentoring program. And the reason we tried initially was because we were seeing new members joining and then never even doing their icebreaker speech and being so shy or nervous that they never stayed. So that was one of the reasons we, we kept trying to start a mentorship program. Often it was somebody like the VP Ed that would try and they're so busy in their role. They have so many other things to attend to, organizing contests and organizing agendas. And so as we, as we tried it and it didn't work, a few years later, another executive member tried it and it stuck. They figured out probably through one of the Toastmasters um, District 60 training sessions, they got some ideas and they created the mentorship program with the formal role separate from one of the executive roles to have a mentorship chair. That, and that helped figure out what the process should be, figure out how to assign a mentor, how to, um, how to support the mentors, because the mentors have to learn how to do their role. And that's a key thing. So that, so that part of being a mentor is we learn from the experience too. We learn how to be a leader. And so it was like a leader of leaders opportunity. And so it's almost a way if you don't, if you can't, don't have time to do the full executive role, you want to just support another executive. It's a way to sort of get a foot in the door to help the executive team as well. Mm -hmm. And that may be a long answer to your question. I don't know if there's any follow-ups that I answered fully. Renee? Oh yeah, it, it's perfect. It, in some sense, I understand how that mentorship leader and working with the VP of education goes hand in hand. It's like once we have a new member, it's perfect that we assign them. And that's where you come in to find out the, who they should be assigned to before they jump into their educational program, which the VP of Ed would then help out in that way. And, and it is hard. It, the VP of education role is quite hard doing it on its own. And it's great that in our club, we have the mentorship leader as well. Yeah. And, and just to add, you know, in the early days, we weren't using easy speak. And so we had to sort of manually keep track of who was a mentor and how many mentees they had. And so now easy speak has helped us as well, because once a new member shows up there, we can also um, see the list of who we've assigned. There's a place to look for that. And it helps the mentorship chair keep track of that. Mm -hmm. So my coordination is also with the, with the person updating the new members on the easy speak roster uh, so that, I know who's new, uh, newly arrived and needs mm -hmm. to have a mentor, or I know which mentors have room to take on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, Zabish, given the fact that you have such a great relationship with your mentor, Mara, what would you say to any guests that are visiting during our meetings or uh, new members that you know, haven't quite connected with their men mentors, what would you, what piece of advice would you give them or our comments? First of all, I would like to suggest the new members to define their objective, why they joined the Toastmasters, what is 
their aim, what they're looking for. Do they want to develop their language skills or do they want to develop their leadership potential or they just want to develop their networking with, with other members? So that would be the critical point when uh, joining the, the club. And then depending on your objective, you will find the most appropriate pathway. And uh, that is where your mentor can help you navigate through different options and help you find the best way for your needs and requirements. Right. Yeah, because it's... Uh... I hope our listeners, those within our club or outside of the club, can realize the benefits of having a mentor to at least guide them in the first few pathways to get the the momentum going. So Mara, I have a question about what have you seen so far that you find is struggling and, and what's not working and how... Uh, should we overcome it? Maybe some few examples. In general or? In the respect of the mentor-mentee relationship, what, would, what piece of advice or what would you recommend if, let's say, for example, you have mentors who try to connect with their mentees, but it's not going anywhere? You know, um, Renee, thanks for the question, and I think uh, I think Sabisha's answer has given me an idea that it hasn't occurred to me before now. Uh, one of the things that I talk to my fellow mentors about is that we're we're kind of a servant or a servant leader to our mentees, and so we can reach out and support them. Um, but also just be there. And so part of it is finding the ways to connect that work for the mentee. And if they're busy because things are going on in their work or personal lives, it's, it's, that's fine. That's okay. Um, but don't give up and, and make sure your mentee knows that you're there for them. Maybe an idea that Zabish just gave me was, is, especially if they're really new, they, they never had a mentor before. Like, I don't know how many people have had mentors before even outside of Toastmasters. So maybe it's partially like explaining what you can help them with when you start. And if you can't meet in person now, of course you can't. Um, just a quick phone call. Uh, have a quick coffee break together. Uh, and then the third idea I've just had that Sabish suggested is maybe another men mentee can tell new members what it's like and, and the advice that Sabish gave. Maybe more mentees should give that to other new members and that could help. Perfect. It sounds like uh, the next speech that Sabish should talk about <laughs> to encourage our other, other members. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Mara. Those are good advice. And I, I know myself being a mentor as well, how we we are there we're just we're trying to best to help them as possible but it all comes down to the mentees thinking about what do they want what how do they want to progress and and how important it is in 
to to accomplish their educational goals. Yeah, and and I and I would just want to add, like Zabish, I, I'm very uh, lucky to have such a a dedicated mentee, and and the fact that you're very goal, he's very goals oriented, and mm -hmm. so your advice, Zabish, is great to come in and think about. You've joined Toastmasters for a reason, and so find that why, and use that to set your objectives on your pathway and share that with your mentor so that you can, so that she or he can help you with along that path. It doesn't mean you can't course correct along the way because you're touching base regularly. That's your opportunity to check in with, with each other. Are you meeting the goals or maybe your goals have changed? When I started Toastmasters, I didn't know I wanted it. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a back office processing person and I never thought I'd need to do public speaking and I didn't know what other possibilities there were at the time and so sometimes your goals change you, you might achieve one goal you discover more about the program or about yourself as going through the pathway that you now want to shift your goals and that's also okay and that's also something your mentor relationship can help you explore yes definitely so Sabisha I actually was thinking given the fact that how you're learning so far you yourself even though you're a mentee you can really spread the word to other of the other mentees how how well it's working and uh you we all lead by example right uh, a lot of us tend to see someone and say oh they're doing great i how did that it's possible and then and you learn from that I can say that my experience with Toastmasters is a, is a rewarding experience for myself, for development of my personal and the professional skills. And I'm really grateful to Mara, who helped me to navigate through various resources of uh, Toastmasters is providing and helped me to find my way how I can progress further and excel in my performance. And uh, moreover, Mara had encouraged me to join the executive team of our club. And uh, I volunteered and nominated myself for the role of treasurer. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to take this role on the 1st of July. And uh, I'm really thankful for having this opportunity with our club. And also my experience with Toastmasters was not that easy as I expected. And I had uh, up and downs during my journey. And I had uh, a break for several weeks when uh, we had uh, this uh, pandemic lockdown started in March because uh, I didn't have the opportunity to participate on every meeting during that time. And after that, I realized that I'm behind my schedule and I did uh, uh, not enough speeches. So I had to uh, keep up with my schedule to achieve my goal on a timely basis. So I had an advice from Mara how I can do that effectively. And I'm really thankful for that. Yes, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I really do see something coming 
about this because look at right now, you're part of my very first podcast and <laughs> you're doing a lot of great things, Zabish. I have to say that. I have one question for Mara. For those who are new clubs, clubs that just been chartered, so they're in a club with members who are all new, what would you recommend for them? They can't really have members within the club helping other members. What would you recommend? Thanks, Renee. And this is a situation that I was in when, when we started the club. We were lucky that we had one person who, was, who had been a member of a different club. And then we had the area governor who was also our club sponsor. Nowadays, most clubs that start off, they'll have a club sponsor and a club mentor. Uh, so two members from other Toastmasters club assigned to support the new club. So now while that's only two and they have roles in their own clubs, it's not as close a relationship as a one-to-one -one mentoring relationship as we, as Abish and I have. But I would, one recommendation is to learn from them and ask their advice and um, have them help the club members get started more more quickly. And I don't mean quickly going through the, the speeches and the roles and setting things up, but is to learn the program through their advice. I would also ask if they can ask other members of their home clubs to come in and help help the new clubs get going. So it may not be a one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationship yet, but it's a club-to-club -club mentoring relationship. You could experiment. Again, these aren't things that I've tried, but I'm just coming up with suggestions. You could experiment and ask to maybe do a joint meeting with another club. Um, or where there's time, like not just an hour meeting, but you spend, you know, half an hour going through some kind of educational program about, about Toastmasters. There's a lot of Toastmasters programs that club members could present to a new club about what is it, what are the roles, or how to do evaluations, or how to come up with speech ideas, or how to great, have some great openings or closings. So there's lots of modules like that that you, your new club could get other club members from other clubs to present. And the way to do that would be from your club sponsor or, or club mentor, whoever helped you set up the club when you're chartering. Um, the other thing that, that can help, and it may not be an early thing to think about, um, but as you learn the role, let's say in the first six months of meeting, as you learn the program and the, and the meeting sort of flow and the roles, we have some in our club now where the two members are mentoring each other. And it's, it's kind of like a buddy system. They were at the same level in their, in their speech, speech, um, speech progress. And it was like, a, let's encourage each other to finish the marathon. Mm -hmm. And so you could th think about that is have a buddy system where you guys meet each other, meet, you know, after meeting or have some coffee breaks and learn things and support each other because part of mentoring is also just encouraging people to keep going because it is a scary thing sometimes to try something new. So if you have a buddy to help you keep going, that might be another suggestion. Yes. And that's, I think that would be the only thing I can think of right now. That sounds great because if we all think about it, there is ways of getting help, right? Within our club, 
within our area, within our districts. Yeah. There will always be help available. Outside the club. And sorry, and, and Renee, I, I also was thinking that, you know, sometimes even if you're new to Toastmasters, different people in the club have different kinds of strengths. Mm -hmm. So you may find somebody who's really good with humor. And if you want to learn about how to put humor into your speech, or you may find somebody who's really, you notice very early on, they're good at doing the evaluations. So spend some time asking, well, how do you do that? Or there's some people who are really creative and they got some awesome ideas for pertainable topics. And so you could also just, just informally get to know each other that way. Yes, and for sure. before you can do a formal mentoring program in the club. Thanks. Yes. Sorry, Renee. Oh, thank you, Mara. We, you have many good tips. And I will want the listeners to know that you can always find information within Toastmaster. With my last question, one quick one. Zabish, I really do see you. One day you'll become a mentor. Would you consider that role eventually? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to become a mentor one day. And I would like to return back all my knowledge and all my experience and what I have learned from my own mentor. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Omar. Thank you, Zabish. For our listeners, well, thank you for listening. And I will wrap it up to say that I hope you enjoy this first episode. There will be a few others coming along the way. And I hope you soon will tune in to my next podcast, Personal Potential, to help all Toastmaster members in reaching their Toastmaster journey. With that, have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>